Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, I'm so glad you've joined me today. You know, do you ever cry out to God going, God, I need to know what to do. I need your blueprint. I need to see a more complete picture. I need to understand what the strategy is for this season of my life. I know I certainly have, and it could be a challenge, can it? Just to understand what God is saying to grasp onto the way he's saying to enter into a season, to battle in a season. You know, one of the words he gave me a while ago was actually, you know, sometimes we can be in the soaking room, you know, the the beautiful intimacy of his presence. It's so wonderful when we actually need to be in the war room to receive his strategies. But then there's other times when we're in the war room looking to receive his strategies where we're really supposed to be in the soaking room. And it's this whole concept of following God in and through each moment of our lives. And, you know, he's not some far removed God, but it can sure feel it it can feel that way, you know. And these seasonal adjustments can be really tough. I just want to be honest, at least for me. They can be quite challenging, and it can take a while for my for you know to find that footing in the new season. So one of my favorite stories that I like to share with this because it was so powerful in my own life is years ago I was training to run marathons. It was a long time ago now, and I'm not a born runner. Okay, um, so when I first began to run, it took everything I had to put one foot in front of the other. Who can relate? Okay, it's like oh my gosh, why am I even doing this? This is this is crazy. And so I would set goals for myself like that tree or that sign or that house and you know try to get there and huffing and puffing. And it was crazy. It was crazy. It was insane. But eventually I got so that I could run without struggling to breathe, without trying to tell myself to put the next, you know, the one foot in front of the other and to keep going without setting these goals. I got so that I could run and I could breathe and I could sing and I could pray. And with this, it became my prayer time. It was my kids were little at the time. And it was like this invaluable time with the Lord that just, it made my heart sing. It made me so happy. And, um, but the last marathon I ran was actually a great marathon, but the end of it was a slanted surface. And I did something to my hip and my knee. And, you know, I, I actually was limping so bad that the you know, the, the medical folks came and said, do we need to pull you? And I'm like, no, I'm only a mile from the finish line. Don't pull me now. Let me limp across it. And so, you know, I did limp over the finish line, but that was my, you know, that was my last marathon for a number of reasons, but it hit me in a way that I didn't expect because my time with the Lord had become so wrapped up in running in those long runs that I would do as training for a marathon. And I had done it for so long that when I stopped running, I really had to discover what that time with God looked at in the season. You know, when I started this, I talked about soaking room and war room. Well, I kind of had my marathon race. And so, you know, that was my space. That was my time with the Lord. And as the season changed, I had to find out how to relate to God in a new season of my life. And, you know, David went through this. If we journey back to, um, you know, he here he is, this young man, and he's caring for the sheep. And, you know, with that, he he takes a sling and he kills the lion and he kills the bear because he's a shepherd. He's protecting what the Lord has entrusted to him during that season. 
Okay, God entrusts us with things during seasons in our lives. And so later on in 1 Samuel 17, we have the nation at war. And David's still tending sheep, but his brothers are on the battlefield. And so dad says, hey, David, go and you know, take, take your brothers some food. So off he goes to the, the battle line. And as he walks into camp, you know, this camp of the mighty warriors, just imagine the young boy like, okay, I get to go to the war zone. I get to see the warriors. I get to see what's going on. Yay me, you know. And But what he finds is he finds this, the Lord's army, the Israelite army, actually cowering in fear before their enemy. I think a question for me that's just kind of going through my mind right now is, when have I cowered in fear before my enemy? And those who are watching me, because remember, there's always people watching how we're walking through life. Those who have been watching me see me cowering rather than standing strong in the full armor of God and who he's created me to be in my relationship with him and who he is. And so, you know, when you think of David, this young man, you know, he's the one who walks in and, you know, he takes that same sling that the Lord had used, it helped him use as a shepherd in the field to kill the lion and the bear. The Lord has him take that because he didn't understand that in the field, he was actually practicing for giant killing. And he picks up that sling because he's not going to let anyone badmouth the army of the of his God. He's not going to let anyone badmouth his God. Like his love and his commitment to God is so strong and so steadfast. So he wasn't going, okay, what am I going to wear? Am I going to protect myself? That's a whole other story with Saul's armor and whatnot. David's like, I'm going in who I am. I'm going in who God created me to be. I'm going in who God is. So he picks up those stones and you know that you, you all know the story you know the holy spirit puts a push behind that rock and it lands right in goliath's forehead and boom the giant's down the giant's down everything changed because david stepped into a moment he stepped into a season but if we jump ahead if we go into second samuel 21 15 we find again this is this is kind of what it says is that the philistines are at war with israel you can just say again Okay, the battles come back around. And, you know, when David and his men were in the thick of battle, David actually becomes weak and he becomes exhausted. This mighty warrior who's had battle after battle after battle with the Philistines is tired. And verse 16 says, Ishbanab was a descendant of the giants. His bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds and he was armed with a new sword. He had cornered David and was about to kill him. Have you ever been cornered by the enemy and you feel like it's all over? It's like you want to go, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, that's where David was at at this moment. He was tired. He was exhausted. And he had been cornered by the enemy. Just a key here. When you are tired, when you are exhausted, do not go into isolation. Always go into community. Very, very important. Okay, verse 17 says, but Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. Then David's men declared, you are not going out to battle with us again. Why risk snuffing out the light of Israel? Okay, so in his tiredness, this great warrior, this mighty man of God, this one who had defeated the Philistines so many times was cornered and about to be killed by a giant. Interestingly, how things come around. Okay, but yet in community, 
comes another warrior who comes to David's rescue. This is why we don't run alone. We need community and kills the Philistines. And then his men gather around him. Okay. It's not just this one guy, but it's David's men gather around him and say, you're done. Like the season has shifted. Mighty warrior in this season, you're over here. Because we can't risk having what you carry snuffed out because we understand that your time is is for here and it's for now. And what you carry is so important. We're called to fight. We're called to defend. You're called to lead in a different sphere. Just say it's a new day. You see, it was a new day for David. He had to learn to battle differently. He had to learn to take a different position in this season of his life. It was a new day. And with a new day is always needed a new strategy. You know, we know that David was a warrior and we know that there was a time in his life when he was supposed to go to war and instead he stayed home. You know, if you want to look at that, just take a look at 2 Samuel 11, you know, where where he he's up on the rooftop and, and he gets looking at Bathsheba and that actually leads him, opens the door for adultery and murder. Why? Because he was in the wrong room for the wrong season. And so what we have to learn to do is learn to um, move with God, to flow with God in these seasons, which takes an ear turn towards heaven and also not allowing ourselves to go into isolation. Yes, we soak with the Lord. We get alone, alone with the Lord. We go into our prayer closet, but we still need community. Okay, so it's not one or the other. It's both and, and that helps us understand and navigate the seasons of our lives and to glean that heavenly wisdom. You see back to my running as it took me, it took me actually about a year after I stopped running to, to learn the way to learn the strategy, to learn my, how I was going to relate to God in this new season. And I learned a lot during that season of stumbling around, of fumbling, of getting frustrated, of feeling like God was far away. But I also understood it was a new season and I had to learn how to navigate that new season. And some of you guys, you've entered into a new season. You're going, God, where are you? Or I don't understand or, or the, hey, even the weapons I used before don't seem to be working. And the question needs to become, okay, God, this is a new season. So how does this look in the season? Because I want to make sure I'm in the right room with you. I want to make sure my mindset, my headspace is in the right spot. I want to make sure that I keep the doors for the enemy closed so that I can defeat what I need to defeat in this system to bring glory to your kingdom, to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth, because that's who you created me to be. So I have to be aware of the new season and step into the new season. Because that's who he is. And you know what? He tells us if we ask, he's going to give it to us. So let's ask right now. Heavenly Father, Lord, for this new season, we need your strategy. So, Father, you know it all. You're not hindered by time. You know everything about us. You know everything about the season. So, Father, we just ask for the download, the strategies from heaven to step into this new season with a confidence to understand the weapons that we're to use, the ones that we pick up, the ones that we put down, um, our role in this new season, how we plant ourselves, how we position ourselves under your authority, under your glory, as sons and daughters of the Most High God, of priests and kings. Father, we just ask for that revelation. Because God, we don't want to be one who sits back. We don't want to be one who gets taken out in the battle because we're not in the right place. Father, we want to be ones that go from victory to victory because that's how you've created us. So Father, we just look to you. We align with you. We align with your heart. 
And we say yes and amen. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, mighty, mighty man of God, mighty, mighty woman of God. Go forth in that strategy for the new season, trusting God. He is so, so good. And, you know, honestly, don't be afraid to try things because sometimes the new strategies are developed by hit or miss. Okay. And the Lord just continues to guide us. And if our hearts are seeking after him, we're going to find our footing because he's more about that than we are. But he's going to say, I'm going to teach you in the process, too. That's something I really learned in that year is that he was teaching me in the process just so much about him and his heart and how he speaks and the variety of ways that he speaks and the height, the depth. And there was so much learned, but walking through it could get really discouraging. But when I look back at it now on what even looked like missteps, he was so faithful in the process that I'm blown away. He was for me and he will be for you too. Have a great day. Remember, you're here for such a time as this. Hey, Ed, I almost forgot. Make sure you go to the website, check it out, ruthhendrickson.com. All sorts of good stuff on there for you. So again, have a great day. Be so blessed. And remember, you are here for such a time as this. Step into this day with a confidence and a boldness that comes from the kingdom of heaven. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.